Glenn? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, get you every time. Every time. <laughs> every time on the hot mic. I'm the I'm the wild card. Now. You're going to catch me having to make an apology sometime when you kick it up. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? What would you have to... What, 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 you know all the offensive stuff I'm always saying. You, you know... That was the one thing when we became friends in like fourth or fifth grade. I'm like, this kid likes to say offensive stuff. That's right <laughs> up my alley. <laughs> How was your weekend? Oh, great. Let's uh, let's do this first. Hi, welcome to the Slurred Speech oh, Podcast. Welcome. Sorry, I just. No, it's okay. I think this is what you're supposed to do. Hey there, impediments. What's up, impediments? Gotta you gotta check off the boxes. Yeah, you can reach us. Uh, let's see. Here. The hotline number: text or call at two one six two six zero five four eight four. 216-260-5484. We still got our voicemail contest going. We've got I, we've got one, so I, I will play that here in a little bit. Okay. Um, you can also reach us slurred speech podcast two one six at gmail.com. Oh yeah. And Twitter at URBS Reddit. Shout out to the Reddit page. Um, where this um, I won't say this generated from, but that was kind of um uh, when we were getting started here, that was a big fan base of ours, and I oh, know yeah. they still listen, so shout out to those guys. I like those guys. Yeah. I like when they chime in, too, with texts or calls. Or yeah, and feel or free anything. to text that number as well. We have some texts today, too, so we'll, we'll uh, talk about those once we get started here. Uh, I guess we are started. That was kind of a stupid statement. Ah. 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 But uh, back to, uh, yeah, I had a great weekend. Uh, a little sweet chin music. Ooh, yeah. Played Medina Brewing Company. Nice, nice. It's a uh, nice little venue there. Yes. And um, interesting. They got some interesting drinks. Sometimes I feel like you go to a, a little brewery and it's like, they have it. They got the fucking five times IPA and they got some different IPAs. And here is a coffee drink. Yeah, here's thing. an oatmeal stout that is as thick as oatmeal. Yeah. Um, but it'll be 14%. So by the time mm-hmm. you're done drinking it, you've got a buzz and you don't need to eat anything mm-hmm. because you just drank an oatmeal stout. I liked it because they had like, uh, they had like things that you're going to definitely like. If you, if you, if you don't feel adventurous, good stuff you're going to like. And then they had some of those beers that were out there. I had like, uh, uh, barista blonde or something it was like a hefeweizen coffee so it was okay. interesting it's kind of a lighter drink but then with a the coffee flavor they had a, a ghost pepper um Ooh. i think it was a ghost pepper ipa and okay. I, it was actually like really good not but too it, spicy it was borderline too hoppy because you know i don't like the ipas sure and then borderline too hot and like if either one of them wasn't that i would have definitely slammed a couple of them but so they have a really good christmas uh beer um, I know we're in the middle of July here. Unless you're listening to this around Christmas time, then yeah, check out Medina Brewing <laughs> Company's Christmas beer. Um, but no, they had a Christmas beer that it was like eight percent, and I slammed a few of those the one time I was there, and I was like, "Oh yeah," they, like because they didn't taste eight percent. You know, mm-hmm. I hate to sound like that, but um, so those were awesome. Um, but yeah, no, I, I took it easy. Um, friendly service, friendly, good, good, good crowd. Good crowd. Uh, we had some little kids there dancing. That mm-hmm. was awesome. Shout yeah. out to uh, and we brought. I'm talking kind of the people that we didn't. You didn't bring in. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was like it was good. Yeah. Was the really good uh, bar owner came right up to us after the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't tell you this um, beforehand, but came up and told us how great we were, which is always a good compliment from the owner. Um, uh, they booked us another show in August and in September, so we will be back there August and September. She asked who the check should be made out to, so I said Joe. You know, handed her the. My ID even handed her my ID. She came back and wrote the check out to Scott. Huh? Did she take the ID with her when she went? Yes. <clears throat> and who's, wrote, who's Scott? Not sure. So hopefully that check cashes. <laughs> um, did you get your last name right? She did. So Scott, right last name. Yes. Interesting. I didn't know. I. You took my ID. It's not off your middle name. Nope, my middle name's Ralph. Anything in your? I'm just trying to think of what line she looked at that it could have. Not a street name. I don't know. Interesting. You don't look like a Scott either. No, I don't think I do. I think yeah. I, I'm a pretty solid Joe. You know. Mm-hmm. Not even Joseph, but Scott. Scott. So I. Interesting. Shed Scott on the mind. Yeah. Who knows? Well, and then, like, we have a Steve and Sean in the band. Maybe that. <sighs> she didn't have their names. 
Well, Sean plays up there quite a bit. Oh, does he? With his other band. Okay. So check out Musical Chairs if you ever get a chance. They're Ooh, a musical cool acoustic, chairs. Yeah, cool acoustic act. I haven't seen his acoustic act. I've seen the other band. The Petty Band. So the funny thing about the acoustic act, it's Musical Chairs. He told me one time they, they were playing, and I think it was there, and there was a bunch of little kids there, like a ton of little kids. And the owner or some one of the patrons at the end of the night came up and said, I have to tell you, you guys are great. But we actually thought it was musical chairs for little kids. <laughs> oh, like an event? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I wasn't sure. Like, he said that they were super cool and that they enjoyed it and they tipped them and everything. But <laughs> should have told them that during the show. They could have just played a game. Yeah. The band could have just played music and stopped. And it would have probably been, the band would have probably been happy to do it because then it just kills time, you know? Like, oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. You don't have to worry about uh, replaying a song or going for that deep cut when you're trying to round out the third hour. Yeah. Come on, kids. Let's play musical, musical chairs. chairs. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, a great time up there. Um, and then, so, depending when you listen to this, uh, we will be at Manzo Thunder Road. Or Manzo Sports and Spirits now, actually. It's not Thunder Road. He probably, it is not. It has not been for a while. Yeah, so he probably distanced himself away from the Thunder Road, seeing it was like... Had that reputation of being a biker... Biker bar, a yeah. little hard-nosed, yeah. bit of a punch palace... Mm-hmm. Kind of funny that like I I didn't start going there too long after it had changed over and I mean you know you get your occasional very drunk person in there but I've never really seen it seems like the bar that kind of would spawn a lot of that that fighting in there but it's it's a it's a pretty pretty decent crowd yeah well I think he exnays that pretty quick um, I did see that he's been posting that he's looking for a bouncer. So I'm interested to see if... Oh, really? Yeah, but he said it's the younger crowd, pretty much. I said he, he's having trouble. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't been up there in quite a while. Me so. neither, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Move to the opposite side of town, and as much as I, mm-hmm. you Uber here and there, mm-hmm. it's still like... He's... I've always thought he's like the best case scenario of the owner that hangs out at the bar and drinks. Sometimes they're overly friendly. Sometimes they're obnoxious. Sometimes they're trying to fight people. He's like he's just a good he's like a character. Yes. It's, it's funny. Like he puts well, there, there, his, he puts his character up as like the, the was, bar logo. Yeah, I was gonna say the bar logo is yeah. him drinking. Yeah, and, the, and he's fun enough too, because half the people that are do that, like, nobody would hang out with you if you didn't own this bar and were giving out free drinks. Yes. But like he's decent enough to talk to. Yeah. He's a good time. Yeah. And he played in bands. He was uh in a few bands in LA in the eighties. Um that you know all I, I and I feel like every band person ever, we almost made it, but then this happened. <laughs> yep, you know? yep. Um, but he and he was like, because he played a lot of the Sunset Strip stuff and before and stuff like that, and uh, showed me some of the music. Very eighties. He's mm-hmm. a very talented keyboardist too, actually. Oh, is he? Yeah. When I lived above him, huh? Um, what else did he play? Bass. He played bass, bass okay. in the band. Yeah. He looks like a bass guy. He does look like a bass guy. He's also. I wouldn't. This is going to sound so wrong at first, but like he he he's the guy that has the look of the used to be a musician, yes. but it's not sad like Tony Kane, Andy, Andy Kane. <laughs> we shouldn't be saying that, but okay. <laughs> does Andy Kane listen? I don't think so. Okay, but if he does, sorry, dude. You, time to give it up, brother. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Call us up. <laughs> Two one six two six zero five four eight four. Hey, uh, Andy, Andy, leave an impression. If you might get a shirt. If you, if you want some pictures of me, I'll even send you some embarrassing ones. You can put me on roast. Uh, we'll we'll post them on the Twitter. Some embarrassing <laughs> pictures of myself. You can you can just you can uh, slow burn me for just weeks. We'll play them all. I promise. Yep. Same as, here. I'll I'll post pictures. Nope. Of- you didn't you didn't insult the man. <laughs> I'll post picture. I'll put the one. I was like 250 pounds at one time. I'll put that one up. You can you can roast that one. You're fat. Yep. Thank you. Um. Oh, and then uh, yeah. So Saturday played a good show. Um. Oops. Another one coming up. I'm excited for it. You yeah. guys have found your groove. I've noticed you you found the groove. We have. Uh, the first show we did was I won't say it was rough. I mean it's just your first show. Um, I think really. God, I'm going to sound like I'm jerking myself off here. But the second show where we played downtown, it was really like, I think we were a lot more open and um, just kind of ready to play and, and feeling good. And then these shows, now it's like you, you, you've practiced so much. We practice once a week, sometimes twice a week. Mm-hmm. Um, you just kind of get into a thing here. You know, you you, you you play these songs enough with each other that um, 
even when you do screw up, it's it's pretty easy to to mm-hmm. um, recover. The thing I did laugh about there was a meme um, of a band playing a show and they're staring at the ground and they're like, "This is the stage, huh?" Yep. And that's how I felt at Medina Brewing Company because you're like right up against like it looks like what a fireplace would be there almost. Uh, I didn't think it was that bad. Oh, if, it, if it, was, it was packed, yeah. Yeah, I didn't it think it was bad. Locked, I just but... thought it was funny that it just reminded me of that meme like 100. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It gets but... a little crowded up at Manzo's a little bit, but it's the kind of place you don't mind it. I would think. No, yeah. I mean, exactly. I don't play in a band, so maybe no. you do, but well, and that bar is different because it's like where the brewing company is just a big open space, pretty much, yep. right, with tables that where yep. people can get food and everything. Manzo's is like not a hallway, but like it's like that. The longer, yes, longer. Mm-hmm. Um, then Sutton I played a little golf, shot in '83. Ooh, over at Mallard Creek. I didn't tell you this story yet either. Um, played eight, shot '83, played playing really good golf on the second last hole. There's like eight carts sitting in the middle of the 17th fairway, and we're like, "What is going on? Are they playing? You know?" And like, there's people like. I don't want to say dancing, but there's music playing real loud from their cart around the golf course. They wave us up, we play, and like they're jamming, they're screaming, they're falling over each other, wasted. Like, like it was like they are having a good time for mm-hmm. Sunday at two o'clock in the yeah. afternoon, you know. Yeah. So we go to the 18th hole, and they followed us to the 18th hole because they're going to play at the last hole. And they turned down their music, thankfully. But I look back at one point, and the guy must have been 50. He had frosted tips. He had a visor on, he had sunglasses on, and he had sunglasses on the visor, too. He had double sunglasses. Double sunglasses. So, <laughs> maybe he lost the first pair. I put the backup pair on. <laughs> it gets better. So then, we're teeing off, and one of the guys hits a bad drive, and he turns around, and he goes, Hey, man, sorry, guys, I'm going to hit another one real quick. And the guy goes, Don't be sorry. After that, my wife wants to see your cock. Okay. So the guy we were playing with is like he's a super cool dude, but he he just walked up and like we all just went to our carts like all right, all right, <laughs> let's get out of here. So then we pulled up and he was like, "What do you think that meant? Do you think he wanted me to like bang his wife or like I don't know?" There's that whole thing where like if you don't hit it in front of the ladies' tee, you have to hit with your pants down. But like you say that you're like, "Oh, gotta." Ah, uh, okay. But my wife wants to see your cock. Like that's like such a. I guess yeah. that's a pretty. I guess if you're smashed at Sunday at two o'clock, you're screaming stuff like uh-huh. that across the. Yeah, yeah. So you just took it to the next level. Yeah. Golf's uh, <laughs> you can't do that in golf. No. <laughs> Maybe on the basketball court you can free jazz your, uh, <laughs> your in your your jokes, but golf is a gentleman's sport. Well, you like you say stuff like that, but it's like you say it within your group. You don't say it to the guys that are. Uh, once you've had too many, everybody becomes part of your group. Yes, 100%. <laughs> That's and, what that was. And uh, it was funny because um, Sean, I was playing with the, the, the guitar player from Sweet Jim Music. He was like, I said something. And I was like, well, no, man, I've been pretty wasted. On He's like, you've never been that wasted on the golf course. <laughs> He's like, there's a time and place, Joe. He's like, there's a few times I've driven you home and you're drunk. But, like, you've never, like, like I don't talk. Like, I'll, you know, I'll have fun with people and, and talk with them on the golf course when I'm drinking and everything. But I'm not, like, screaming, my wife wants to see your cock. <laughs> I've heard you say that multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> Verbatim. Speaking of golf, Tony Romo, finally a champion. In what? I don't know. Some golf event they had yesterday. Really? I ended up watching while I was. Well, how was your weekend other than coming to my... No, it was good. It was a a great show. Uh, Fairly relaxed weekend. I wasn't finally camping for the entire weekend. Uh, I think I'd hit my limit on that for a little while. Um, Had my niece's second birthday, so that was a blast. Uh, It was actually... There was that critical mass of children where they just played with each other, so I didn't have to, like, push kids on a swing the entire entire time. So that was good. Just got to relax. I always like when one kid... Picks you out and just likes you and just kind of follows you. What are you doing now? What are you doing now? <laughs> trying to eat a piece of chicken, man. And leave me alone. It kind of did start as that, too. And I was like, oh, man. Because at first there's only like, you know, three or five kids there or whatever. And wait, wait. I'm turning the water on the the floaty or the blow up slide thing. And they're all just like, ah. I'm like, so ah, my I'm favorite. Stuck. My favorite, I was at something like that, and like one of the kids was following me around, and I was doing the same thing. Like, I was eating, and he's like, what are you eating? I'm like, a hamburger. He's like, is that your favorite food? And you're like, yep. And he goes, 
What's your second favorite food? I'm like, this pasta salad I'm eating, too. <laughs> What's your awful. third favorite food? And by like a six, my 60-second favorite food, um, the dad of the kid was like, all right, go leave him alone. Go. <laughs> Get out of here. Nobody wants to hear that. Uh, so I have to say, uh, I, I Googled Tony Romo golf, and it says, everyone has the same Tony Romo joke after he won a golf tournament. Is it the one I just made? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but he did win the ACC championship, the American Century Golf Championship, in a three-round, three-man playoff. Yeah, three-man playoff. It was, uh, yeah, they were all playing really good down the stretch, and one guy chonked it, got in the rough on the other side of the the lake from the, the hole, and then hit it in, so he was out of it pretty quick, and then we had the uh, the hockey Polak, who, I don't, I guess I don't really know that he's Polish, uh, and I probably shouldn't use a racial slur, even though it's my people. So I was rooting for, uh, I think, Pavelski, uh, wingman for, crap, I can't think who he plays for. but So I was, it was cool for me because I was rooting for him. And Okay, so he's actually won that a few times. Oh, he has? Yeah, so oh, I'm okay. looking this up. So the ACC, or the American Century Championship, is a celebrity golf tournament in Nevada. Uh, it's held during the second full week of July at Edwood, Ed, Edgewood Tahoe Golf Course in uh, on the shore of Lake Tahoe, obviously, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Uh, he won this year, obviously. Uh, last year, Vinny Del Negro won. Oh, really? Um, yep. The year before that was Marty Fish, who is a tennis player. Ooh. Uh, Tony Romo won it two years in a row after that. Then Mark Mulder. Um, I think he was there this year, too. Yeah, he won it a bunch of times. He won three years in a row. Yeah, he's uh, one of the few guys I recognize. Adam Thielen was there. Former Aaron ba- Rodgers. Uh, Mark Mulder is obviously the former baseball pitcher. I say obviously. I would look at his Wikipedia real quick. Um, Mark Rippon won it. Former uh, football uh, quarterback. Um, yeah, a handful of people have won this thing a bunch of times. Mark Rippon won it in 2014 and in 1990, actually. Wow. <laughs> Pretty crazy stuff here. What a champion. Mario Lemieux won it one time. Okay, so it's, it's a bunch of athletes that have, for the most part, won it. Um, or played in it. Um, pretty neat. I think, actually, Seth Curry played in it this year. And he holed out, if I remember correctly. He had a, oh, did he? Yeah, he's a pretty uh, good I didn't, golfer. I didn't see him. I only saw probably the last couple holes of it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Didn't see him hitting at all. Uh, Jack Wagner, I, I think, is the only person to win it who is not an athlete. Uh, American singer-songwriter. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, and here's some of his credits. Uh, he was in General Hospital, uh, Santa Barbara, The Bold and the Beautiful, and Melrose Place. So, Jack Wagner, shout out. How much do you think they win for winning the American Century Golf Tur- uh, Championship? Well, you know, you got to imagine so many of those guys, and I don't know, maybe that musician guy doesn't, but a lot of these guys have pretty big careers, especially the huge athletes. Like, I don't know, he probably won, what, eighty grand, $600,000. Really? $600,000, Tony. Yeah, I should have figured golf's a rich sport. They get golf a lot, is of, a very get rich a lot sport. of a lot of money off that stuff. But I wonder how much he won in side bets. Yeah, that's where the probably the yeah, real. Yeah, you got to think there. there's a pool of guys like Thielen and Romo and Rogers are all playing twenty thousand dollars a hole with each other. Like Michael Jordan won't play with you, golf yeah. with you if you won't bet. Yeah, Charles Barkley the same way. And I've seen Charles Barkley swing. I don't know why. <laughs> oh yeah, I actually did see him miss miss like a ten foot putt. It was about all they showed him. They're like, yeah, Chuck's out here, and that's why we're not really covering Chuck. <laughs> All right, well, that's pretty neat. So shout out Tony Romo for winning a championship, and shout out to you for making the joke. <laughs> the joke that apparently everyone has made. Yeah. All right, moving on a little bit. Uh, moving on. I like a moving, moving on. on. Next segment, please. Uh, a little UFC happened over the weekend. Um, mm-hmm, didn't mm-hmm. get to watch much of it. Obviously, I was playing a show, uh, but there was a couple of good fights in there. Um there was the Battle of the Raphaels for the main event. Did you see that? Uh, yes. Raphael... No, I did not see it. Okay, well, I, right. I, I mean, heard about okay, it. Okay, so Rafael Dos Anjos lost to, I don't want to, I'm going to screw this guy's last name up, Rafael Fiziv? 
F I Z I E V. Nailed it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, but yeah. Rafael dos Santos was kind of like making a resurgence, mm-hmm. and obviously a really good fighter, former champion, um, was making a resurgence, and he got knocked out in the fifth round. And uh, people were saying it was stopped early, but I watched a bunch of the highlights, and not that I'm a any type of ref or anything, but. At one point, he had his hands up like this, like he was in he was in the the, the, the you know the shadow realm as they call it. <laughs> he he had his hands up and was laying on the ground and getting punched in the face. Um, there was actually um, a heavyweight fight, um, which obviously the heavyweights that aren't the, in the top ten they they gas a bit easier because um, they're heavyweights, obviously. Mm-hmm. But man, that that knock that KO or TKO. And that third round was brutal. Uh, you get a chance, check out, um, it was Jared uh, Vanderay versus Chase Sherman. Uh, check out on Reddit or just look up the UFC highlights for that because it was a brutal KO. Um, he caught him and, and he's kind of following him around the cage and uh, just it's just connecting over and over. And, and shout out to this Jared dude. For, he's, he hung just tough. hanging in. Yeah, I mean, he was getting blasted. These are 260. These, are, these weren't like your... 230 really in good shape yeah. heavyweights. These were your... your the fun ones. Yes. The big boys. The do- little doughy, you know. Um, Yeah, so that was a pretty good event. Like I said, didn't get to watch. Um, I watched mostly the highlights from the Reddit page, from Reddit um, after that. But uh was kind of sad. I was really cheering for Dos Anjos there. I was really hoping he would... Um, you know, he was on his way to, to possibly getting another title fight. Um, and then he, he got knocked out. Well, that's the end of that. Just about, yeah. yeah that, that's kind of how that, that, that happens. Um, we've got some all-stars on the Cleveland Guardians. Oh, yeah? Yep. Who Jose Ramirez uh, well, did not end up getting the vote for a starter. but three... Jose Ramirez didn't get the starter? Nope. Rafael Devers of the Red Sox. Um, Yeah. Is what it is, but uh, is that a? And I, I'm gonna sound ignorant here. Is that just because there's more Boston? Because because Boston would be a fair way to look at it uh, with the year Jose Ramirez is having. I know Devers has been playing really well this year. Um, did he deserve a nod over Jose? I don't think so. He is hitting 327, 59 runs, 51 RBIs. So uh, I guess you can't be that mad about it. I guess Jose hasn't had an RBI in forever, though. Mm-hmm. And it could have been slumping a little bit towards the end, also with the injury here. But, um, yeah, they did uh, have three guys make the team. You got the, the infielders with uh, Andres Jimenez and Jose Ramirez, and then Emmanuel Classe got the uh, nod as a pitcher. So um, you'll have three guys going, and that's pretty neat in my book. Uh, Guardians have been on, what, a little bit of a tear? Well, I, I nope, slumping. Well, they... They lost to the Royals, so they they lost the series to the Royals, um, but they did have that blowout, that thirteen one game yeah, on they Saturday. They used all their runs up at once. Well, we uh, are beating the Sox right now. Yep. Yeah, hopefully they'll turn it around, and uh, you know the silver lining on that. I mean, you would uh, hope you could could have swept the Royals or at least taken two of the three. Um, Four and a half games behind the Twins now. Uh, yeah, you know what? This is still a big series, though. Um, the Twins are definitely a team that can flame out, and the White Sox are a team I'm worried about getting hot at some point in the season. So. Uh, if we can rebound here and knock the White Sox down, uh, I'll be happy with what's happening. We are 2-8 and eight in our last 10. Darryl. Yeah, it's it's been a rough stretch. Uh, swept in four by the Tigers. I remember that. Again, split, yeah. split with the Royals. So, And then uh, I think the New York series was right before that where, what did we take, 1-3, 1-4 from the Yankees? Uh, yeah, 1-3 from the Yankees. So it's been a bit of a stretch. Um, and at least we uh, took 3-4 from the Twins. No, White Sox are raping. White Sox are nipping at our heels. Too. They are exactly. So I'm um, five games back. We're four and a half. I'm as worried back. about them as I am about the Twins. Okay. Um. I mean, who knows? Ultimately, I could be wrong. That's just my opinion. But we'll see. We'll see. Um. Yankees are they're five and five in their last ten, and Red Sox are four and six in their last ten. Freaking Red Sox are fourteen games behind the Yankees right now. Holy mm-hmm. Moses! Well, I mean, the Yankees are on pace to set a set a record are they really yeah um i don't know if it's their record or mlb overall record but they've been on a blistering place there i mean they're on what's their record right now uh they are 61 and 25 so 34 9 at home golly 61 and 25 did you say 61 and 25 
85 games. Yeah, I mean they're what are they what are they in the last 10? 5 and 5 in their last. 10. Okay, so yeah, they actually have they have probably cooled off a little bit then. Um cuz as of like a couple weeks ago they were on pace for about like a 105 110 win season. So so the AL East and West, unless these teams absolutely flame out, which I don't see, Astros are 12 games ahead of the Mariners, mm-hmm. and the Yankees are 14 games ahead of the Red Sox. So it's like they really would have to flame yeah. out. So those divisions are pretty much Well, and you've also, I mean, history doesn't mean anything year to year in sports, but the Mariners, I think, are in the longest playoff drought of any major, uh, any major league sports team. Really? I have yeah. to look that up. It's, it's been since the 90s. It's been since those good uh, Griffey and Buhner teams. You know, they, they haven't been you know back. how much I like uh I know you do. <laughs> I love Jay Buhner. Yeah, no, they haven't been back since then, I'm pretty sure. Seattle Mariners, you're right, 20 seasons. When do you think? When was the last time you think they won? Well, I can see it. God damn it. <laughs> I like pretending I'm smart sometimes when I can, but I'm not going to lie on this one. Oh, two? So that was actually after those teams. I really thought it had been since the 90s. Oh, that's hilarious, man. Um, and who do you think has the longest? You're looking again. I, I can't. I can't read that. Um, no, I was. I was trying to <laughs> see if I got any indication of what what the 2002 season was about for them. Um, we'll, we'll look at that. Who do you think has the longest NBA playoff drought? This one's kind of interesting. Right now, mm-hmm. oh, if I could if I could look at the teams, I feel like I could get it. But uh... this can't be right. This says the Spurs. I, I was I was thinking it's probably not that long though it's probably only four or five years three seasons there's been a crazy changing of the guard over the NBA in the last couple well, of years. the West you is... also half the teams make it oh that's true that's and true. now it's more than half of the teams with the if you're officially counting the play-in game I mean technically you have ten of eighteen or sixteen ten of sixteen teams making it so I mean, it's over half. So yeah, I I honestly was thinking the Spurs or OKC. Um, that would have been my guess. And then Lions for the NFL, which was kind of that was probably an easy one. Pretty obvious. Two thousand two Seattle Mariners. Let's see who's on the two thousand two Seattle Mariners. I mean, it could have just been garbage. That uh... manager Lou Pinella. Okay. Yeah. Uh, catcher Dan Wilson, man, he was, wow, he was, uh, from the 90s when I was watching him. Oh, wow, they had a handful of names you'll know here. Uh, Allrude was over there? Yeah. Brett Boone, Carlos Guillen. And Edgar Martinez was still hanging around. And and Suzuki Ichiro was there. Oh, Ichiro. He was a young buck on that team. Yep. I wonder, huh, I wonder how long he'd been around. Well, didn't he play a lot of years in the in the? Yeah, he didn't come over as like a true rookie. Um, Paul Abbott pitching. No kidding. Yeah. I'm just looking at these uh, names here to see if any of the guys. Rafael Soriano, Jamie Moyer, Freddie Garcia, Freddie Garcia, Chris Snelling too. Is that that Freddie Garcia? Edgar Martinez was 40 in that 2002 season. That's crazy. Yep. I ordered had to be up there, too. Uh, he was only 33, actually. Really? That's what it says here. John Olerud. John Olerud. He's got an asterisk next to his name. Wow. He really did. Uh, I think that's lefties. Yeah. You, you are correct. Yep. How about that? Throwback to all the... So if you guys tuned in tonight, <laughs> hoping to hear about 2002... <laughs> Seattle Mariners, last team out of uh, Seattle to make the uh, MLB playoffs. We got it for you. <laughs> you know what's funny is you You're know there's a Seattle Mariners podcast, and they, they probably shoot back to that 2002 alt team. Oh, all the God, time. the glory days. Uh, kind of speaking of kind of on that note, uh, there was the Baker trade, right? Mm-hmm. And I logged into a lot of uh, Carolina Panthers stuff. Yeah. Um, to kind of get the vibe. And what do you think the general vibe was? Lukewarm, yes. Can't be worth better than Sam Darnold, but they not don't. expecting much more. Yes. I'm sure he's thrilled with that. Yes, um, there's a lot of people, you know, the the homers like us with Browns, you know, that, mm-hmm. that were like, no, this is it, no, no, because 
in their defense, they got a number one overall pick for a fifth round pick, right? Mm-hmm. So that's you know, and he's had some really. Oh, I mean, they fleeced us. I they mean, did. And, and it's it's a situational thing. Do I think the Browns could have done better? Maybe you hold out. Somebody week one or week two absolutely crashes their leg and they're done for the season. Yeah, maybe we can get something more. But I mean, at that point, it's a toxic environment. Well, the problem was also. Um, they were going to have to fine him for not showing up to practice, or he was going to show up to practice. Oh, they had to. They had to. So, like the 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 first the first set of things where they they said he didn't have to show up. OTAs. That, yeah, yeah. So you don't have to make him show up, but if a player holds out or without yeah. a, uh, so eventually they were going to have faked an injury though, right? Probably they probably could have got by with that, right? They probably uh-huh. could have said. Who knows? Send in some. Fucking... You could probably just said the shoulders bothering him, right? You know. Uh, shoulder... Yeah, I would think. But I wonder if he still has to show up to the the, the facility or or to the. I still has to be there. Maybe, but I mean, you give him a fucking trailer. Yeah, right. Go right to your trailer, bud. Yep. We're gonna send the doctor in, who is your friend. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The, the guy. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. But there was a lot of stuff coming out then when he was injured that he was playing Halo instead of reading the book and the playbook, and mm-hmm. someone was saying he was clocking in ten hours of Halo a day. Oh yeah. I mean, it's all rumors and all speculation. Yeah. Obviously, I liked that there was immediate controversy as soon as the trade, which I hadn't heard of, that one of his receivers just was like, "No, well, Robbie trade... Anderson." Yeah, Robbie Anderson had tweeted when they originally were. This before when they yeah originally... when it was like news they were one of the top teams looking yeah, for him he, he said no yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the word and he he kind of explained it the right way he was like yeah I was just trying to support my quarterback blah 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 I'm always amazed with that though that these teams have like social media people and the people <laughs> that are supposed to tell your players like hey this is how you answer a question how do they not take him aside specifically and be like hey dude there's a good chance this has happened that's your answer. And he did, like, eventually get that answer out right, but, like, he was, like, fumbling through it for, like, a good, like, minute and a half, two minutes. Like, he didn't know what was going on, and he's, like, he looks, like, half discombobulated and shocked by the question. Like, he eventually got it out, but at the same time, like, how do you not just tell that guy, hey, give me the 30-second answer to that question? I was back in Sam Darnold. Uh, I have nothing against Baker. That is it's cool. And now whoever whoever's my starting quarterback, let's go. Uh, I'm trying to. Do you remember the Browns player that threatened to kill Dustin Fox? Uh, yeah. Who the, was that? Uh, the DB. Um, he was playing with the hurt hand. Jordan or Jermaine Whitehead? Was it Whitehead? Thought so. Uh, was it him, Jermaine? I don't know. I don't If you looked, if I Googled Jermaine Whitehead, the first person that said comes up is Dustin Fox. Yep. Nope. That was him. Yeah. So that was him. That's the same kind of thing, he though. Got like, waved. Yeah, that's right. Could you imagine if you're like you, you, like even before, like you would think you're. I know it's a an emotional game, and you just mm-hmm. lost probably. And well, so, I don't know, man. He went too far. I mean, you can't say you're gonna fucking fight and or kill someone that's like around the facility. A hundred percent. But then, like, I think people overreact too much sometimes. Like, the, the Red Sox pitcher has been injured for two seasons. He was, like, you know, nearing the, the peak of the game. He's struggling in AAA now. He's He keeps going. He has setbacks. He had, you know, he was rehabbing, and then he had to take off 2021. And then he, like, broke a TV and broke some stuff in the... the, the Who is this? Um, Reds, Red Sox pitcher. Um... And so basically uh, um, a reporter went over and took video and you could kind of see him. Chris Sale. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I thought it was him, but then I was like, no, I think Sale's been around. But yeah, no, that's like, that's how good he was is he hasn't really played in a year and a half, but everybody still thinks Chris Sale's a, a hell of a pitcher. So he like had a kind of a rough outing and I don't know if it was really bad or if he just didn't feel like his arm felt bad. So he breaks the TV and he's kind of throwing some stuff around and people are blown up. It's like. Dude, when I play pickup basketball or I pick up baseball games, sometimes you get emotional. Yeah. It just comes along with a physical activity. Yeah. Like, I don't know. He paid for everything. He didn't like he's not attacking well, that's, someone. That's like, the thing I Googled it, Chris Sale. And it says the first thing that comes up is 
Chris Sale to replace the $1,100 TV he broke. Yeah, right? <laughs> and people are, like, dogging it. Like, oh, you're a role model. Like, dude, he had a bad day at work. Like, and I, if there is a, an aspect to that of, like, these dudes are hopped up on adrenaline. Yeah, like, oh, 100%. And they're getting paid a lot of money. And if they, yeah, and if, if you know, you take pride gone, in your work, right? Yeah, I've gone, and, and it's work for them, too. But I've gone home after a pickup basketball game or a baseball game and be like, uh, I was being such a little butthole. Like yeah, I just no, got, I got butt hurt, and like I'm embarrassed by it. So like, well, that okay. was like our last game when I I dropped that. I I, I did that sliding dive, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You tried too hard, and I threw my glove down. I threw my hat down. I was mother effing out in the out in the outfield. There's a 14 year old or how old is ever that young man is. Yeah, and I'm, a little it, bit younger, I think. Okay, well, maybe I don't know. 13. But I was I was mother effing out there, and he and I look over, and he's looking at me like. Okay, I thought we were out here for fun, and I'm out there thinking I just blew the, you know, like I just, I just did that on Game Seven of the World Series. Yeah, nobody's worried about it. No, no, no. no. I was so frustrated. I, I came running up and I grabbed that ball and I whipped it over the second baseman's head, and then the guy went to third. And I was like, oh, I even made this worse. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, you definitely can't threaten to kill. I can't. Did he say he was going to kill him, or did he say he was going to fuck him up? I don't um, know. Let's see. Right, let's um, read the tweet for baby. Either way, inappropriate. And he's a he wasn't a random reporter. He's a guy that's like a a well liked Cleveland guy. And I'm pretty sure he's he does stuff with the Browns. So like he's around the facility. Uh, he said, "I'm gonna kill you, bitch." That's yeah. on blood. Yeah, kill. Yeah, you can't threaten murder. Um, even really, assault. he also said, "Bitch, my hand broke. Shit, the fuck up." Like I said earlier, say that shit ten feet from yeah. me. Yeah. See that was the thing too. I, I always felt bad about that for Whitehead. And then like, he tweeted the people were blowing his, people were blowing him. Up. Yeah, <laughs> see, he went too far. But like, I felt bad for the dude initially because it's like he was playing hurt by all accounts. The team backed him up. It was like he was hurt, but also you can't do that. Well, I think this might have been the one. Come and get it in blood, bitch made ass little boy. I'm out there with a broke hand. Don't get smoked, fuck ass cracker. Oh yeah, the cracker. <laughs> the cracker. <laughs> they had to give Dustin Fox time. I'm off. off. Like, hey man, just you don't. We don't want you to address it. Just take a few days off. Well, Dustin Fox is always surrounded in controversy. After I don't know, he got caught DMing some girl, and then, oh, did he? Yeah, he. Was, you know all the. You know all the gossip. Just be on. If you're on Twitter for thirty seconds, yeah, I'm not. Just it. it Stay off Twitter, like Tony Rizzo says. Oh, that was the other thing. Was that you? No, Steve pointed out to me. Tony Rizzo's show was playing while we were playing our show. Oh, was it? His golf show. And Steve looked at me like by the third song. He's like, hey, your boy's on the TV right now. I did not notice that. Yeah. But no, uh, yeah, he he was on Twitter DMing some girl. And then, you know, he's engaged and he was DMing this girl. And he was like, he pretty much said something like, he was like, uh, I wish he said something about her, and he's like, she was like, you already have a girlfriend. He's like, yeah, well, I wish it was you. Like, oh Jesus, dude. <laughs> so I guess before we move it on, let's let's close let's close the book on it. Baker Mayfield, what, what's your thoughts? Uh, sad to see him go. I will. Um, sad to see him go. I liked Baker. Um, okay. You know, I he was he was Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, uh, with this play. Fair. Um, that he took us to a playoff win for the first time in forever. Um, Heinz Field will no longer be called Heinz Field anymore. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Um, so I did just hear that right before they, the pod. I, we, this is just a new new deal. Yeah, new brain, much, naming yeah. rights deal. Um, <clears throat> I liked his play. I, I liked his attitude. Like the chip on the shoulder. Um, he wasn't. I mean. I thought at one point Baker would take us to the promised land. Um, I think we were. You know that Kansas City Chiefs game, we were a couple plays away from going to the the the, the AFC Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of calls, if they would went our way, would have um, definitely. You know, we would have went to the AFC Championship. Um, yeah, I, I I I liked him. He embraced the city. He did a lot of charity work. Um, you know, he he. There were some cool videos came out. There was that uh, young man that had cancer that passed away recently. That um, Baker made a point to go see him after the game and oh, really? hung out with them and then gave the young man a ride home, you know, like, Oh word. Yeah. I mean, it, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, um, I won't, I will watch Carolina. I will 
root for them as long as they're not playing against the Browns. I'll root for Baker. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get a jersey or nothing like that. Yep. Um, I don't expect it to go stellar down there, if I'm being completely honest. I, uh, I don't think so either. Um, this not the best offensive line. Uh, Christian McCafferty, while he's a hell of a player, um, is very injury prone. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't can't remember the last time he finished the season. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there wouldn't be anyone there. I am going to draft in fantasy if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, the other guys that have had uh, what. I think one of them's had a, a thousand yard year to, I don't know if it was Robbie or the other guy there. I think it's the other guy there. Um, well, Richard Rob- Higgins went there too. Richard Higgins yep. is there. Um, maybe Robbie was closing in on a thousand. One of them I think was like around a thousand, but if McCaffrey's in there, they're probably not getting those numbers. Uh, so I don't know, maybe a full season with McCaffrey and, and, and Baker, maybe they put it together, but um, I don't know, man, he's got, I honestly think, I think he could be good. He showed you he had enough to to do things, but I think his biggest problem was just his ego getting in his own way. Sure, absolutely. Um, I, and I, I think it got into our whole team's way last year. I don't know if they were forcing him to play. I'm I'm like excited to, like, I'm not excited. I don't care. It'll eventually come out. Like, were they forcing him to play, or was he, like, not letting them bench him? Well, and the other thing that I found interesting was there was a lot of talk that he was childish in the locker room and and that drama. Yeah, yeah. But then he also, I, I mean, and then, but there's also the evidence. I mean, those guys were loving it. You know, they're hanging out. You know, they're doing D and D together. I don't know if Baker is doing the D and D, but you know what I'm saying. Like there was, yeah. there's obviously friendships in there. Um, and some divisions. I mean, that was clear too, though. Very clear. I mean, the whole overall, the whole a lot of them seemed tight, and then it seemed like there's this OBJ Baker thing going on, and. Then you know Jarvis is wrapped up in that, and yeah, hundred percent, blah 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 blah. Um, honestly, though, I think Baker, by not putting his ego aside, and you know, it's the funny, the funny thing is, Stefanski kept his mouth shut; he didn't say anything. Correct. But Haslam and uh, what's his face, the GM, um, both put out statements like thanking Baker and being cool. I don't know if Baker put anything out, but honestly. I think the team would have been better off and Baker would have been better off. And it's important for Baker because next year there's going to be like fucking 14 quarterback openings or some shit with people's uh, – maybe it's not that many. But there's going to be a, a ton of open quarterback one spots. He's probably going to be the best one in that group of people um, if he had even a decent to good year. Even if the team is going to disrespect you, if you love the Cleveland fans so much, play four to eight games – Ball out, yeah. That was flick off the organization on your way out. But I mean, honestly, how how can he not do better on this team than he could with the Carolina Panthers? And I know everybody's saying like it's unsalvageable and it wasn't going to happen. I know it wasn't going to, but like why? Because of four people's egos. Yeah, that's literally what it is. Your GM, your owner, and your quarterback cannot just sit down and go. Listen, we're all moving on clearly, but maybe it's all in our best interest if we actually just shut our mouths and put our heads down and do it for six games or eight games. Baker loves the fans so much, like just do it. Yeah, I I, I was talking with a a, f- a friend earlier, and it, it was kind of we were on. It was kind of the same thing. We we wish I would have loved to have Baker been the backup, but Baker is not. You know, he's a serviceable starter. You know, yeah. Um. We'll see. I mean, I, I I just think if he could have balled out for even the six weeks, then you get a half season off. You get your pick of the litter in these con- these wide open contract negotiations next year. Uh, again, I think it would be embarrassing for the Browns if he actually came out and balled the fuck it out. Yeah, it um, and and the only thing I can think of why it would really be unsalvageable is if he thought they were putting him in a place to fail at the end of last year, which doesn't make sense because you're tanking his trade value. I don't give that any credit. I, I don't. It was all odd last I mean, everything was odd. There was like this one series where he got sacked like two or three times in a row and they didn't make the the adjustment where I was like, is Stefanski just letting him get fucking wrecked right now? Well, but... he was th- they were really throw-happy too, man, when you mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. one of the best running backs in the league. Um, yeah. Kareem Hunt, I think he was injured at that point, but then you also had uh, the Ernest, who is also a pretty solid uh, mm-hmm. back up running back, you know, and it was just like there was. And I think I'm I'm reading into it because 
again, I think part of what ruined our team last year, and maybe we didn't re-sign Case Keenum. He's not going to fit in a, a Deshaun Watson-type offense. No, so, not at all, yeah. But we let him go well before that ever happened, so I, yep. maybe there wasn't any trust in that dude. Um, But I'm like, what was so special about the team the year before was it was next man up. Yeah, yeah. We fucking played uh, Sendejo. Yes. Yeah. Out of position at safety the entire year. Yep. And the I, offensive line at some point was playing no starters. What I love about Sendejo is like people be trashed on trash, and then he'd make one huge play. It was like I told oh, you, I, yeah. loved I loved him the entire time. Yeah. And for any any mistake he really made, I was like, he's playing out of position yeah. all year, all year, and it's not. People just think safety, safety. Like, no, dude, that's not how that works. They are completely different jobs. It's just that they stand near near each other on the field. Like, it's the same position, but it's not the same position. Uh, free safety, strong safety. Completely different uh, mindsets, mentalities, play set, uh, skill sets, all of that shit. Um, and I think he did a damn good job. That offensive line was just constantly banged up. He was a, he was a, and he was a veteran. You know, that Sandejo, he was a veteran. He came in and mm-hmm. provided some, you know, um, that, that kind of veteran mentality. He, mm-hmm. uh, I think he retired. Uh, I think he did. Looks like after 2020, uh, he, went, he signed with the Colts and in 2021 and didn't ever play in 2021. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Uh, honestly... He could go somewhere and succeed. I think I still think his ego is the biggest thing in his way. I'm not sad to see him leave. Don't really care. Don't care if he goes somewhere and wins a Super Bowl. Like, fine. Don't care. I'm going to miss him 0% as a player and a leader, all that shit. Good for him on his charity work. You know what I mean? I hate LeBron James as a basketball player. At the same time, dude has done the world a whole ton of good. Yep. Good for him. Um, but I will say the one thing for Baker is someone who can empathize with another human being. I'm sad that he's going to have to travel across state lines to get a beach behind the cheesecake factory. Um, Speaking of something on that same thing, we got a text from Bobby. Uh, how about Zach Wilson? Kid looks like a total douche, knuckle, but betting, but betting your mom's best friend is stuff a legend goat. And he followed that text up with, "Unless they look like my mom's friends." <laughs> Oh, Bob. So if you're not aware, Zach Wilson, quarterback of the Jets. I'm not aware because I'm not on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> just um, his uh, girlfriend, or ex-girlfriend now at this point, came mm-hmm. out, uh, I guess after she started dating a former teammate of his? Yeah, he is uh, He is a, a, I, I think a wide receiver or something For like the Commanders, that. For Washington. The, Washington. Yep. Um, so they she posted pictures of their new boyfriend and a bunch of people commented... Homie, homie hopper, homie hopper, something like that. Is that the, sure. the term? We're cool. We're young. We're hip. Turn into slurred speech. I, yeah, turn, to, I, turn it up. <laughs> I'm raising the. We're raising the roof uh-huh. right now. I went to a concert, a, a, a rap concert, and I was <laughs> trying to raise the roof, and no one would do it with me. <laughs> Can't imagine why. I, you know. Uh, so she then she calls him out and says he's the homie hopper because he was banging his mom's best friend. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I mean, I, I've B- seen plenty of videos on the internet of that whole situation. I wonder if BYU has released a statement. <laughs> I thought you were gonna look up the videos of the, the, the I was just referencing. I was like, oh, not right now, Daryl. You do that on your own time, buddy. What would they say? So former quarterback. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess you would just not address the the, the controversy. We know there's an elephant in the room here. Probably not. And it's no, nah, I don't see it. I tried looking up pictures. Zach Smith. Zach Wilson. Wilson. Golly, well, that's probably why I didn't find anything. No, nope, I don't see anything. I've got to say, he does look like. A total douche knuckle. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. He's kind of got a baby face, though. But he kind of does look like a douche. I don't know. Don't know. Don't really care. Well, I don't Kudos. Know. If you want to go after Cougars, good for you. Uh hope you weren't cheating on anybody. Well, I think but, he was cheating on his girlfriend. That's why she, the old homie hopper. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever, bang who you want to bang. Yeah, 
I guess I'm... Uh, above age with consent, all that. Boom, love there it. You go. All right, got it. So let's move to something else. <laughs> I do want to. We do have a voicemail for the voicemail competition. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so we've only been trying to do this for a couple of weeks. Actually, we missed last week. I do apologize because I actually took a COVID test. That's how shitty I felt last oh, week. That's right, we did miss last week. Yeah, I, I felt all about pretty that. fucking shitty, man. Uh, negative COVID test, so that was mm-hmm. all good. There's a thing going around that I think, like, was it similar symptoms at all, or was it Not, just the extra worry? Yeah. Something's w- going around. It, I had, it was, I just didn't feel good, you know, mm-hmm. I had a massive headache. I, I know four people, that, including you, that have, like, felt sick and took the COVID test just because. Well, you got a bunch of free bug COVID tests from Biden, so it's <laughs> like... I got, I didn't feel right. I'm like, I don't have any of the symptoms except for I had a headache, you know? And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. let me just shove this thing up my nose real quick. And, yep. you know, that was negative. The other thing I was worried about is if I did have COVID and I'm, I'm supposed to go play a show with, you know, a bunch of people and there are a bunch of little kids around. You mm-hmm. know? Ah, fuck them. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about... <laughs> Never mind. All right. Uh, <laughs> Let's go ahead and check out this voicemail for the voicemail competition. So this is not Mike from Parma, and uh, so and, and this is my uh, impression. Uh, we have a uh, scene from uh, Scarface here. Um, <clears throat> hey, I'm Tony Montana, yeah? All I got is my word and my balls, okay? All right. Well, <laughs> I I actually thought I was watching the hit 1983 film uh, directed by Brian De Palma, Scarface, when I heard that impression. I, I did too. Uh, it is a classic interpretation of an Italian man doing a Cuban <laughs> man. I I think that is spot on. Do you think when they were casting that they're like, ah, we don't want to get any Spanish people to play? <laughs> we don't. We already have like. Two two guys in the the group here. We don't need like a star making them get a big head. <laughs> now you just need a movie star. There was no Cuban movie star. What are you gonna do? Get uh, what are you gonna do? Get Desi Armand in there? <laughs> <laughs> He's probably not Cuban, by the way. But like, just as a little no, I don't even like. I don't know. Were there any? Uh, the guy from who's the guy who's like Lucy. Yeah, that's it's that Desi. Yeah, 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 okay, it's Lucy, a week. Lucy and Desi. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. We're thinking this. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. It's uh, It probably probably wouldn't fly today. Uh, you know, Tom Hanks just came out and said if they were doing Philadelphia today, he would not take the role because he's not a homosexual. And he thinks that you should uh, you should do that whole thing. I'm looking famous Cuban actors. Joey Cuban. Diaz. Joey Diaz. <laughs> Joey Diaz could have been it. Um, I'm like, fuck him. <laughs> All right, eat 110 milligrams of these edibles. I was listening to a podcast. He eats like 200 milligrams of edibles, and then he starts uh, to freak out. And yeah. you know what he does to level himself out? Cocaine. Xanax. Xanax. Yeah. Like, yeah, He's what? a maniac. He is. Uh, Oscar Nunez. Who is also Oscar from The Office? I did not know that was his okay. name. Um, yeah, not really seeing a lot of people here. Probably that uh, Fidel Castro is a famous actor from Cuba. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Pitbull. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Especially at the time, they probably already had the ensemble cast was probably already every famous. Cuban What's your favorite Latino Al Pacino person movie? On... Do you have a favorite Al Are you an Al Pacino fan, first of all? I would, I would say I, I, would too, I yeah. am. Not, I've never loved him specifically, but he's in a lot of great movies. I mean, Do you can't... have one that he's in that's your favorite? Like, I love Scarface, but now as I've gotten older, I'm like, this movie's three and a half hours long. Yeah, right? that's the problem with it. Yeah. Uh, I did love Scarface for a long time. Really into The Godfather. Yeah, his, yeah Godfather. His performance really... in Godfather 2 is dope. Yeah. I've got like a I got a soft spot for Devil's Advocate. I Devil's really, Advocate. I never really got to. I mean, I liked it, but it was him and Keanu. It's kind of um, not a guilty pleasure, but I like it way more 
I like it way more than I should, I guess, for okay. how good of a movie it is. You know, that Do you think happens. in today's day and age that they would have to get a real blind actor to play Incent of a Woman instead of him? I don't know if there are that many, but, you know, everybody kind of says that stuff, too. Like, you got to do that actual representation. But when it comes down to it, like, you're not going to put a worse actor in there. Right. You know what would be interesting is casting Daniel Day-Lewis as it. And then that dude just living seven months as a blind person. What do you mean? I'm... Daniel Day Lewis was infamous as a method actor. Like oh, he acted okay, like okay. Abraham Lincoln for six months around the filming of the Lincoln movie, like that kind of stuff. Uh, so I, I apparently Johnny Depp is part partially blind. Is he? And then I don't. I, I'm trying to think of an Amber Heard joke for that, but I got nothing. Yeah, I, I like got one, but it's it's a dancing around it. I don't know. Is it about as good as your Tony Romo joke? It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did uh, you ever Serpico? Serpico's dope. Did you Do- ever... no Dog Day Afternoon? That's Dog Day Afternoon. That's a hundred percent good, dude. He plays uh, a gay man with uh, the other dude um, who never got enough credit uh, as an actor. He plays uh, the brother in The Godfather. Um, speaking of which, James Caan, rest in peace. Yeah. Um, oh, man, what was that dude's name? Chris Sarandon? Nope, that's not it. He was in the movie. Uh, oh, John... Um, it's not John Marley. John Cazali? Yep, that's it. One of the best character actors of all time. Kills it in that movie. He's... Dude, like... And I think a lot of people would say that, too. Like, famous actors will tell you, like, one of the best not-that-famous actor. Like, people know him as that thing, which is, like, the way I'm talking about him. But You know, he stopped... Uh, wow, that's... this is. I'm sorry for cutting you off. His last movie he did was The Deer Hunter in 78. Mm-hmm. Like, Deer he did... Hunter. Yep. God, he did The Godfathers, he did Dog Day Afternoon, then he did The Deer Hunter in 78, and never did another uh, movie after that. Donnie Brasco's all right, and any given Sunday's okay. He was good in Insomnia, uh, yep. playing against Robin Williams. It's a, a thriller, thriller movie. That's pretty good. Oh, I forgot he was in Oceans. Oh, Jack and Jill. You can't beat Jack and Jill. I don't remember Jack and Jill. Uh, the 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 Sandler movie where he played the brother and sister. I think. Can't say I've seen that one. <laughs> I haven't either. Carlito's way was pretty good. I, I like. Didn't, I didn't like The Irishman. Didn't care for it. Just a little long, and it was tough to believe that Robert De Niro was 35 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was... They... It was... I also thought it was weird how they aged them down, and it looked pretty horrible. And then when they aged them up, it looked horrible. And I was like, it looks like you're like... You put the makeup on to age them down, and then age them up from there, instead of just letting them look normal. <laughs> like, it was just, just weird. Well, thing. he came out to go beat up that guy at one point you could tell like he just was having a hard he's time he's moving like an older person yeah like not like a gimpy old man but dude just heat. the shoulders up kind of the, the straight back heat he's he's good i do like heat um also carlito's way was a dope movie no yeah, yeah no carlito's yeah he was in dick tracy any given sunday we're like a partially a sports podcast we didn't bring up any given sunday i mentioned it Oh, even weird. though you weren't listening, I'm pretty sure Dick Tracy had a shit ton of super famous people. In it him, did actually in little roles. Yep, it did actually. Um, that's funny you say that. Um, Warren Beatty was in it. Madonna was in it. Kim Bassinger, Michelle Pfeiffer, who were like both of the '90s, early '90s hotties. They Dustin were the Hoff- hotties. Dustin Hoffman was in it. Um, Hackman missed out. Dick Van Dyke was in it. James Caan was in it. God bless his James soul. James Caan. Um. Hey, call us up. 216-260-5484. Who's your favorite Dick Tracy actor or actress? <laughs> or your favorite Pacino movie? I don't know. I, I don't made, know. I made a Dick Tracy joke to a young kid because he was talking into his watch and I was like, oh, just like Dick Tracy, huh? And he looked at me like I was, oh, man. I wouldn't even, I, I would uh, I would know that Dick Tracy talked into his watch. You didn't know that? I would know the reference. I'd be like, oh, Dick Tracy talks into his watch, but no, I didn't know that. I was never a fan. I didn't, I didn't get it. I don't know why. Never appealed to me. Tried to watch that movie a little bit. 
I watched it as a kid. Didn't yeah, like as it, a kid. But I didn't quite get it. Like, I just kind of... Maybe that was it. Oh, the video game sucked, too. The video game sucks. Oh, so... That probably ruined the movie. That was such a bad Tracy. game. You were, like, driving around, and people were shooting at you, and you couldn't shoot back. Oh. Yeah. Golly, what were they thinking when they only had 8 bits? I know, right? All almost all of the movie everything that was just a major franchise that they made a new movie pretty much always sucked. Uh the RoboCop game was sweet. I don't know if I really played it much. It was just a It was sweet. Like Ninja Turtles was dope. Yeah. There were but it's few. The Terminator movie hard as fuck. The Michael Jackson fucking video game hard as fuck. Uh just so many of those it was clear like they had this they just had a thing, and they're like, make a video game, and nobody cared, and they were usually just way too hard. Like, it wasn't made with any ability to beat it in any way. There was like, here, give the thing a shot. Give him a shotgun and a rocket launcher and a gun, and then make crazy things flying at The RoboCop game was just a side-scroller, you know, and you just shot. Well, and they, and all, then, they basically all That's were. true, yeah. There were very few. Well, I guess there were some open worlds, but, um, yeah, it was usually a bad, a bad sign. Worst video game movie. Is it Street Fighter? No, it can't be. That was... I don't think that's a bad movie. It's camp... Mortal Mortal Kombat 2? There can't be. They're not... They're not horrible. I'd have to think... It'd have to be something that's not only, like, not true to the the game itself, but, like... There was a World of Warcraft movie? There was. It was, I think it, like, was universally panned here, but then it ended up making money in Japan or China. Well, I'm sure that was fucking great. Rampage, that's a little shoehorned. Probably pretty bad. Detective Pikachu's in here, but I thought that was a pretty good movie. Oh, is this the bad, the list of the bads? Yeah, but they're all, like... There's a lot of Resident Evil movies on here. Yeah, I mean... The Doom movie, but I thought the Doom movie was... Like, it wasn't Doom enough for me. Exactly. That yeah, like, like, I hardly it's thought... It's just that, not a horrible movie. Oh, the Double Dragon movie. I don't even remember. Oh, it, it was so bad. I might There's, like, 18 Resident Evil games on this that are... Or movies on here that are, mm-hmm. like... Well, they always do... They do the CGI, too. Like, the Final Fantasy movie. They just... They already made eight live-action Resident Evils, and then there's probably 40 animated ones. I want to click on this, but I'm worried the software is going to crash. Oh, boy. So Hold on. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Go for Mortal it. Mortal Kombat's 41, but like, how many video game movies are there? So let's see what the number one is. Is number one worst, Alone in the Dark. I don't remember the movie or the video game. Mm. And it had Christian Slater in it. You know what I would, I would say... One that makes me mad, but it's honestly Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah. Yeah. It was significantly worse than the first one. You're right. That might go well beyond campy. Um, what do you mean with the picture of Baraka? Yeah. Baraka was specifically very terrible. Um, the. Uh, I didn't think the Legend of Chun Li was too bad actually i don't remember seeing if anything it was bad because it was almost a good enough movie that like the the things that were bad about it seemed really horrible um oh dude super mario a hundred percent that's the answer that movie plays a holds a, a place in my heart though man i'm sorry it does in a way but it's 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 definitely terrible but it's not is. even i love john leguizamo I love the dude that was also in, uh, what was he, Roger Rabbit, but uh, the just, new Tomb Raider movie was pretty pretty good. I haven't seen it. The old ones, yeah, not great, I didn't think. I'm gonna, I'm oh, gonna, what was I'm the movie? Oh, Assassin's Creed. Is that what the guy from, that movie wasn't terrible, it mm-hmm. was just like... Fucking uh, Escape from New York and Escape from L.A. pissed me off. Just because I'm such a huge fan of uh, Snake and the, the Metal Gear movies, but they were never intended to actually be like the video game. It's just like almost loosely based. But that's one of my favorite video game franchises of all time, and the movies are just nothing like it. But again, that's not what it was made to be, and you probably couldn't have made those movies back then. Um, I think they're talking about trying to get one going though. I'm super excited about that. For what? Metal Gear Solid. Oh, really? Okay. Is it going to be, is the movie just going to be where you walk around all quietly until you get annoyed and throw the controller? <laughs> yeah, you, you couldn't really, <laughs> you couldn't really adapt that well. But no, it would, 
it would be like I don't know, man. I don't know. Give us a call at two one six two six zero five four eight four. Leave an impression from a video game you so you can leave an impression from a video game so you can win that sweet Chin Music t-shirt. Yeah, we're up to one of five voicemails now, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Now, I'm wondering if we should do the fifth. Oh, I, I didn't want to judge them because I didn't want anyone to be mad at us. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's right. I mean, let's be honest. Not Mike from Parma would have already won it. <laughs> he already won it for you. He already won it. Yeah. Hell of a Tony Montaigne. All right, well, let's get out of here, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, uh, let's, oh. let's let's give the other the other Goomba a shout out. Tony Sirico from The Sopranos also passed away with I think like the day after James Conn or something. So you know, if you know any mafiosos in your life, maybe give them an extra hug tonight. Um, let them know you care about them. And uh, shout out to Arcanacast. Um, check oh, them yeah. out. Do you want to read those real quick? Oh yeah, uh, you know Arcanacast. Uh, those boys hopefully are going to be. Um, on the show, maybe this next week. They were actually going to be in-house tomorrow and, and last week, but then we had some scheduling conflicts with the holiday and the shows and stuff like that. But uh, hopefully those guys will be in studio with us. Uh, if you have any questions for the Arcanacast guys, you can always hit us up, 216-260-5484. Uh, again, you can get us at the URBS Reddit on Twitter. Um, you can just uh, also Google Slurred Speech Podcast Twitter, and you'll, that'll come up. And Slurred Speech Podcast, 216 at com. This read brought to you by Ground Zero Comics and Cards at 15139 Pro Road, Strongsville Town Center. Best shitter in the business. If you want to know about what the boys at Arcanacast have planned for their shitter let them know you want to hear it send us a voicemail or a text so that i have to make them address it uh and uh i think i just want to mention it but i know uh mike especially is a big basketballer so we don't have to talk about it but the uh cleveland Cavs signed ricky rubio and robin lopez i'm super stoked on it yeah i'm sure we'll get into that with mike okay cool all right see you guys later take it easy bye so this is not Mike from Parma, and uh, so and, and this is my uh, impression. Uh, we have a uh, scene from uh, Scarface here. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm Tony Montana, yeah? All I got is my word and my balls, okay? can stop me now. Gangsters in space. Nobody can stop me now.